This is the Two Dudes Talk Tattoos podcast, a more advanced look at tattooing. This podcast focuses on science, design, and everything else that is tattoo related. This show isn't really for the beginner, but more for the experienced artist with questions that need answering so they can improve their tattoo game. It's also for those who just like to listen to podcasts, so like, you don't really have to listen to us tell you not to listen to us. Well, anyways, if you do decide to listen, thank you. Be sure to tell your friends. But be aware, we do have a rule on the show. Don't ask us what brands we use. Every single time, like, end on something, it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> I want to end that episode with me going, he's alive, is he? And you go, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. All right. So. Ah. Uh, Shake out the digis. I think that you need to tell literally every fucking person who's on here listening to our show about what happened with the kid next door. Oh, you just you just confused the shit out of me. <laughs> Sorry, dude. So you had a young gentleman come door. in who worked just a couple doors down at another shop and ended up coming in and talking oh, to you. Okay. About the kid that asked for the job. Yeah. I gotcha. That's funny, dude. Shots fired, buddy. Just we're gonna lose one listener for sure if you tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just save that for a rainy day. (laughs) We gotta wait till this dude leaves town. <laughs> the minute he's like across the fucking border to city limits, Brian's on the fucking podcast saying, Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> it doesn't matter until then. We're still losing the fucking listener because he knows exactly what the fuck we're talking about. <clears throat> that's funny. Oh, oh man, that's some belly laughs. Ooh. All right. So <clears throat> I got a question for you. What's the worst tattoo trend that you've ever seen? Jesus fuck. Right now, okay, there's some shit going around on the internet called ignorant tattoo style. What is I've never heard of this. What what is this? Maybe I've seen it. It's literally people purposely doing the grossest, ugliest fucking tattoos they could possibly do. Oh. I think I've seen calling it a tattoo style. So like like, imagine you're like most horrific scratcher looking bullshit yeah. and people are getting people are like paying for it fuck that's awful i think i think i've seen someone i think it was like in a, a vogue article or something don't ask me why i read vogue fuck off uh but there was like <laughs> i think an article in vogue or something where they're showing this person in brazil and they're like their art is garbage but they make money doing it and it was like this tattooer who was doing these absolute garbage designs it was like a cat with you know, like it looks like a two-year-old drew it and then blew their nose on it. It was horrible. And just, you know, I charged like a thousand dollars for one of these kitties. What the fuck? I, I think because 
tattooing has advanced so rapidly, right? And we got into the renaissance of tattooing, right? Yeah. We're, a, we're able to do gorgeous realism and the coolest new school shit, et cetera. I think because it's been a constant for a few years, now people consider that boring. Yeah. Since that's not cool, quote unquote, anymore, people are just like, well, let's just make it look as garbage as we fucking can <laughs> because that's punk rock. That's, yeah, the polar opposite. I don't use Facebook. I use Instagram. I don't use Instagram. I use Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. I use fucking whatever this TikTok bullshit is. Right? Try to re-evolve everything. And just do the pendulum swing. Good to shit. And back, it was like everyone got kanji for five years. And then they didn't do that because it was fucking bad. (laughs) And people started getting good (laughs) tattoos. There's a lot of color work. and Everything was great. And a fucking pendulum swung back to this garbage fucking shit. So ultra fine line stuff, which still has a very strong foothold, which whatever, right? Kind of started to come back for that illustrative realism stuff, which is like super duper cool. And it's crushed back the other way with, I'm going to do something that looks like I fucking tattooed literally with a stick and poke with the tip of my dick. Like it's garbage. needle to it. Paint a word picture for you (laughs) where you can just imagine this completely uncomfortable. And I don't want to be gendered on this. It could be any private parts of genitalia. You can have a fucking nutmeg tape to your vagina and done this. I don't know. It's all garbage, right? (laughs) Why why would people pay money for this? Is it like when Elton John got caught selling child pornography, but he thought it was art. <laughs> he just has no fucking clue what's good or not. And he's like, yes, I'll spend my money. Is it just, is that how this goes? It's exactly how it goes. Everything just goes <laughs> down to Elton John. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, re- I really don't get it. Uh, uh, you know, like when you can look around and see just how fucking great tattooing can be. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the weirdest trend in tattooing, in my opinion, is tattoo artists closing books. Yeah. I know yeah. that sounds weird, but like you can throw a rock in any fucking direction and in about 10 feet, you're going to hit a tattoo artist that says books closed. Yeah. Um, yeah. That shit drives me fucking crazy because I are they really or (laughs) like i've never once in my life thought to just post online like hey by the way i'm not taking appointments yeah i don't get it like alex the lady i work with she's booked out for a year she still takes appointments she's like you want to work with me you gotta wait a year people like i'll wait a year she's like perfect let's work why would you close your book i just don't get it or you know like i've been booked out for a really long time but never said by the way my books are closed i'm no longer taking money (laughs) <laughs> but i think i think that like maybe people are relating the idea that like oh if you want good tattoos you have to wait too long for that so fuck that nonsense let's go get yeah. some like fun stupid shit and we can get it done today yeah like just makes sense i guess that makes yeah dude actually that's a pretty good i like that theme yeah i've, I've seen a lot of people doing that and their work isn't special there's nothing cool you know <clears throat> like it was it was different if you went back like fuck i don't know like eight years ago 
you know, the only time an artist was like, hey, my books are closed, right? They were like really out there fucking crushing it. Like yeah. they were the best of the fucking best, you know, like Jeff Gogway would have been like, hey, I'm booked out for five fucking years and I can't take this shit yeah. anymore. I was going to say, like she did, yeah. right? She gets booked out for like right. 10 years. Yeah, well, it's fucking she gay, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, those are the dudes that would have been like, okay, well, my books are closed for right now. Yeah. But it wasn't every tattoo artist in fucking America. No, fucking no, dude. <laughs> the thing about James Texas books, I don't think ever fucking closed. And he's like still one of my favorite, like, tattooers stylistically. You know, like, right. how about James Tex? Do you want to do a tattoo? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you go, right? The old way of closing your books is you didn't answer fucking emails. <laughs> you didn't announce the world. Sorry, books are closed. You just fucking didn't answer your shit. Whatever. I'm not answering my emails until October. <laughs> then I'm fucked. <laughs> right. Usually what happened was what? You got enough big pieces going on at the same time that like for the next three or four months, you're fucking booked every day, you know? You book two sittings a day, maybe three, just fucking bop, 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 until they all finish up at the same time. And then you're panicking because you have no money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you're praying that you didn't say your books were fucking. What happens. <clears throat> right. Because we all live paycheck to paycheck somewhat. You know what I mean? Depending on how established you are. I know you don't because you're fucking good at your job. <laughs> fucking big eyebrows on that. Like this guy. <clears throat> I'm always paycheck to paycheck. My kids make it paycheck to paycheck. It's just hard. I got another question for you. How much do you let clients micromanage the tattoo design that you're working on? It depends on the client. Okay. Give me an example. So, so like, uh, I'm working with this guy right now doing this big back piece thing. And uh, he has an art background, you know, so he's into illustration and digital art yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm totally fine with it if he's like, oh, by the way, I was thinking this color on this thing and for this reason, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because one, like his input is also like giving me just ideas, I yeah. guess. Like it's just sparking creativity. Um, but two, he actually knows what the fuck he's talking about, you know? So like, he's not really saying a lot that I disagree with. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if it's just some like random ass Becky that doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about and doesn't really understand, you know, what's going to go into a tattoo, then obviously I'm not going to, you know, let them make terrible fucking decisions that's going to ultimately lead to a bad tattoo. Um, yeah. You know, gotcha. like in tattooing we're we're really confined with what we can and can't do you know like you can't do two lines with a fucking quarter of a millimeter of a gap between them they're just going to end up as one thick ass line eventually so you know yeah. like some shit's just outrageous and it can't be done but uh if people actually know what the hell they're talking about or at least come close then cool man but by, by all means throw some input in uh, yeah so it's it's always obviously going to depend on you know the circumstance and who you're working with yeah makes sense yeah i kind of feel the same way i think i give my clients too much space to do what they want to do at times because like i've told you i've done some tattoos where i'm like what oh, jesus christ they're like no this is it this is it 
I fucking this is the best thing I've ever seen. I'm like, oh my god, this is a bad thing too. Like I gotta pack up and fucking move away. But they're so happy with it. And I'm like, well, it's not my body. That's all. It's my mantra, right? I'm just like, whoo, like it's not my body. You guys, tell me what you want to do. You know, if I believe that they're making educated decisions, right? Or at least like the thing, if they have a good process, how they got to there, they're like, this is why I want to do this, even if it's shit. I'm like, well fucking sounds good to me you know at least you thought this through like here's why it won't work like i don't care like this is this is how it has to be i'm comfortable with what it's going to look like in six years cool let's do it then they come back in six years and go man this bled a lot you're like well (laughs) we can fix it it's going to take some time and extra money i don't like turning tattoos into fucking money pits but i guess it will sometimes maybe anyways that's a good answer dude I like your answers. They make me happy. <laughs> I wish I could run my tattoo business like that. <clears throat> oh. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'm a professional. <laughs> T-shirt idea number two of the night. Trust me, comma. I'm a professional. <laughs> Oh man, oh that's great. Yeah, man. Like uh, I don't, the micromanaging thing it only bothers me if it's just crazy shit that doesn't work, you know. Yeah. And if I explain that it doesn't work, and they start to get like upset or furious or something like that, then it's as easy as like we don't have to work together. Yeah. You know, is like, that usually the thing? Like when too much emotion is going to be getting involved and directed at you instead of just being produced for whatever, right? Then it's just like, all right, I'm fucking, I'm done. Right. Like if we don't jive well, then cool, man. There's five thousand other fucking tattoo artists you can go chat with. You know, like somebody's going to be willing to let you screw your shit up. But I want to produce a tattoo that's going to be a good tattoo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to do my best. To push like the idea isn't really what bothers me about you know certain things it's just the fundamental bullshit you know like you're coming to me because i'm a professional you don't know how to fucking do this why are you arguing with me take <laughs> i'm gonna go talk to a surgeon he's gonna be like okay we're gonna do a laparoscopic procedure why i want you to break me stem to fucking stern just rip me open doc we don't need to do that it's not necessary fuck you it's my body <laughs> you could die if we do this way fuck you i know what i want doc be like i'm not doing this shit deuces bitches Just fucking... <laughs> that works I, I like that analogy actually <laughs> i could see some fucking prick doing that too listen you gotta do it my way it's my body <laughs> oh i'm sure there's people that have tried oh western civilization makes me doubt my fucking faculties sometimes People come in with crazy ideas and they just, they, they, it's not even like some people, I know a lot of tattooers get upset about like, they expect a miracle. Well, yeah, what's well, kind of your fucking job to try to make miracles happen. Sorry. But sometimes they just expect shit. That's just not good. <laughs> you know, you come in bare bones, like with these fucking tattoos you're talking about, right? It's just, it looks like shit. And they're like, you don't understand how like this makes me feel. I identify with it. Like, where did you find it? Right. Do you know how many people have seen this image? Oh, I don't care. Okay. <clears throat> then you just start seeing a pop-up pop, 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 you know well yeah we're past the point of individuality in tattooing so there there was a game time for custom tattoos and individuality and 
it moved into since it's on this popular person on Instagram or social media, then it's a fashion statement. So 20,000 people also want it. So that's just it. Fuck individuality. You just want to be cool like this person. A dude that I know, he said that what tattooers do, he's a bit jaded now. He's been tattooing like fucking years. He uses terms like tattooers make people fuckable. We try to make someone else look like someone. That's it. But I guess his point was people think that if they get this, then that will result. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, like anything is going to have a, a input on your psyche towards your personal self-worth, you know, yeah. self-worth. Um, it's the same thing as buying, you know, a new sweater. <laughs> if you yeah. buy the right sweater, you're going to think you look fucking great regardless of what somebody else thinks. So tattooing has always been, you know, like that little bit of self whatever i don't think that that's a primary focus for tattoo artists <laughs> he said he's a little not, bit jaded right i'm not, that I'm not here to my mind, you know personally make people more comfortable with themselves that's yeah i get a thought process i deal with a, a lot of clients who have a type of like dysmorphia um attached to their bodies whether it's through anxiety uh, social oppression, things like this. And they they find tattooing as a way of like, it's like a type of catharsis where they can slowly take ownership of their body or parts of their body that they don't like, like a lot of self-harm stuff, things like that. And people are trying to reclaim an aspect of themselves that maybe didn't make them feel good. And like, that's fucking rad. Yes, I guess that could be considered a quote, you know, fuckable or something, but it's just like empowering the individual, right? There's a lot of strength, I guess, that can be given with a good tattoo, right? And a good experience on stuff like this. But I mean, just to think that somebody's going to like lay down the slop pile and start banging everyone because they got a fucking like right. a chai tea cup tattooed on their butt cheek is not a <laughs> rational application. Of this, the let's kind of delve into that uh, spiritualism thing yeah. that we were talking about before, right? But the idea that like um, people have different spiritualistic outlooks on tattooing and things like that yeah. and like personally i have a pretty like in-depth idealism on tattooing as a spiritual process yeah you know? um it's probably not shared by many other tattoo artists but all yeah. things throughout the history of the planet had very cool spiritual or ceremonious things associated with them you know every religion was ceremonious and uh tattooing even to the platform that we do it at nowadays in my mind is ceremonious or a particular um sacred thing right it's hard to put into words but you know so the idea that we're like fusing shit from nature into the human body and creating something out of it like that's fucking cool yeah right? yeah uh, i'm with you on that so, yeah there is a certain amount of energy or power i guess the air quote around that right <clears throat> that can be imbued with something if it can be considered healing or deleterious towards the individual right 
it's like an ethical obligation, especially if you are as a tattooer, going to be approached by somebody who's seeking this out as a purpose or something, at least on my mind, that you'd approach it with the same type of thought process or energy, right? Like you can really get into that exchange of stuff, right? Like you're, as a tattooer, you are exchanging energy with someone, right? To make something fucking new out of something that's fucking dead. <laughs> we can get as right. metal as we want into that, right? But <clears throat> you're making someone new when you do that shit. And the energy that you put into it, you know, however you approach it is usually going to lead to a different result depending on that effort put into it, you know? If you go into it, tattooing with the nine round tape to your dick, <laughs> it's a lot different than going in with- <laughs> Well, I mean, like- so that's that's where like a lot of this uh, animosity towards shitbag tattoo artist comes from, is that once you're you're like so deep into it, you know, like you want your tattoo to look fucking great. You want every part of this process to be fucking great. You want the outcome to be fucking phenomenal. So, you know, it's fucking offensive when you see assholes making a joke out of this thing that you know we've put blood sweat and tears into for the last fucking 20 fucking years you know <laughs> yeah i think that's actually where it comes in well dude like so much energy i mean like so much oh fuck like frustration every fucking day you know every fucking day that you're just not good enough self-doubt you fucking starvation you know fucking relocation just garbage being treated like hell doing stuff you don't want to do and eventually you come to a point where I think that like maybe you and I are at now where we're competent enough in what we do that we don't have to worry about making stupid mistakes. You know, like that doesn't happen anymore. We can focus more on a broader picture or application of the tattoo. <clears throat> and when somebody comes up there like, hey, check out this cat with a fucking, it's got a, an orange face and it's got a purple butt and it looks like my daughter drew it. It's like, you're missing the point. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> This can be There's a reason that pisses me off. God damn it! Yeah. I'm not just an asshole. No, <laughs> you can't apply art to something and just act like art because there's art that's just bullshit. You can look at art and it's like art is just, you know, an aesthetics. It's it's trying to evoke a, an emotion or a feeling. So yeah, I guess if this you know makes you fucking think that the tattoo is absolute garbage, it's done its job. It's art. That is not art. Tattooing is not an art. <laughs> If you want that, buy that shit on a piece of cardstock and hang it on your fucking wall. Don't mark your body with that. Imagine being 87 years old and covered with garbage tattoos. That's lipstick used to look like a spider. Like, fuck, up. fuck off, dude. No one's going to think that's cool. They're going to think it's cool is the fucking dragon tattoo that you've got that still looks fucking great. You know? Right. We're going to skin old Mr. Johnson in fucking two years when he passes away because that back tattoo is sick as fuck. But I mean, that's the real reality of it, right? Like, uh, you want a fucking tattoo that you're going to be fucking proud of. Mm. Yeah. It's like, hey, if like stick figures and bullshit are what you're proud of in life, then like, by all means, man, I'm not going to tell you what to get tattooed. I'm just going to tell you not to ask me for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there's 5,000 shops down that road there. Just keep going until you hit one that you like. They'll take care of it for you. Yeah, that makes sense. When did you start getting really, really picky? Do you remember? Like, oh, I've always been, always been, man. I don't like tattooing stupid shit. That's cool. Shit. <laughs> it's really vague, but... <laughs> <laughs> I can't say the same thing. I've done 
I've just done what people have wanted to do. I've always been, I've just wanted to experience that. And it never got like the weirdest tattoo I've ever done uh, was in New York. And it was a cockroach, like climbing on a tube of lipstick, but it kind of looked like the cockroach was humping the tube of lipstick. The lady was really rad and like had a funny story that went with it. And I can't even fucking remember because I got drunk like 20 minutes after the fact. <laughs> but <laughs> even that tattoo though, man, like it's probably like the palm palm size tattoo and probably took me like two hours no kidding right you know on. i put a lot of fucking work into making sure that that bitch looked good <laughs> <laughs> she walked out she was like yeah this was a good idea yeah she, she was out go, super stoked on it man and the in my head it it still wasn't a trash tattoo you know, I was just like, she had such a cool story that went around with it. Uh, it was a cool tattoo. I still like did my best to make sure that shit looked rad and that everybody was happy at the end of the day. So, but I've never like intentionally done just stupid garbage tattooing. Yeah. I, I've always tried to do my best with everything. It did being able to accomplish, you know, some stuff I, I probably could do better now because I'm a better artist after years and years, right? So I can't look back to that and didn't say that I tried my hardest, but yeah, I don't ever think I've tried to just like just do a shit tattoo. You know, I've done shitty ideas. <laughs> well, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, <coughs> <yeah. laughs> oh, doofa, I've done a lot of those. But at the same time, I still try to do my best technically. You know what I mean? Try to talk right. people out of it, try to do something with it. And they just don't, you know, they just don't. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, I guess this is going to be another fucking, you know, feather in the old cap. <clears throat> like, I feel like we should be really specific here. And I'm not saying that simple tattoos are trash. Because I no. fucking love doing simple tattoos. Because I can make them look clean as fuck. You know? <laughs> yeah. Simple tattoos are cool trash tattoos are just fucking trash tattoos there's a difference and i don't want people misconstruing the idea that we're just talking shit about small tattoos or simple tattoos because that's not the point i don't like old school at this at this at this fucking podcast they think old school tattoos are shit no fuck yourself we didn't say right. that old school tattoos may be simple they may be small doesn't mean that they're not fucking rad we're saying the ones that just look like somebody fucking made a mistake they fell on a pencil a bunch of right. times. <laughs> I know the ones that you're talking about too. It just it looks like it just looks bad. Like everything that they're doing is bad. There's bad technique, bad application, there's bad design, there's bad fucking color usage, there's no saturation, it's horrible fucking placement. Like everything that they did, they did wrong. And it's almost an art form to do something that bad. But I won't give them that because they can go fuck exactly. themselves. That's just not how this works. That's like the one thing I won't do either. If somebody brings me a really bad tattoo design, I'll be like, oh, I don't think I could do that. I'm sorry. Like we could spice it up or try to talk to them, really figure out why they want to do it, and then point them in the direction of someone who may. But I won't do it. Right. <laughs> there is a day and time when maybe I did a back piece of a five year old's finger paints. <clears throat> it's the worst artwork I've ever seen in my entire life. And this lady fucking loved it, man. When I did it, it actually looked kind of cool when it was on her. But it was just bad, you know? But, like, she loved this fucking thing that her kid did. Her kid had special needs. You know, like, there's a lot. The story behind it was, it was pure, right? 
So you can overlook the stuff that's there because that story was great. It's not just, I want to get this. Look, this is a person playing a mandolin. Okay, but it's a stick figure. <laughs> yep. Can I get it from elbow to shoulder? No, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, can we do something cool? It's a stick figure on a bridge with the fucking screamer, Starry Night in the background. He's playing a mandolin. That's rad as fuck. I don't know. <clears throat> that makes me <laughs> like in my brain dude i am so fucking mad right now thinking about some of these people coming and going hi did you know that this is the hip stuff or like just fuck off i've been in this a long time i've seen a lot of stupid fucking tattoo ideas come in i don't know how many fucking dead plants with fucking bird silhouettes i've seen exploding off the ass end of them that i've had to do in my life yeah and everyone felt that it was special and it enabled change. I'm like, you know, it's a fucking weed. You guys, can we pick another fucking plant? <laughs> ah! What type of birds do you want? Oh, I just want silhouettes. Cool. Condors. Brr, you know. <laughs> wow, those are unique. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's a peregrine falcon. And look, there's a bird that's dead. I In fact. Peregrine falcons can fly at 238 miles an hour. Fun fact. Shit. <laughs> you brought it up, <laughs> so I had to throw out some nerd shit. <laughs> wow. I think I remember hearing that a long time ago. It's still not as fast as a Bugatti Veyron, which is fucked. But I don't think that the Peregrine Falcon has to fucking burn like 18 gallons of fuel a mile to get to the speed that it needs to go uh it also isn't made in whatever european country that is every time i do european now i go borat i think it's kind of silly a lot of people don't like borat i thought it was funny as fuck i'm hitting this with borat <laughs> on one hand especially that the new one that he did where why they catch mayor giuliani being a fucking pervert so if that's not scripted then that's fucking gold yeah you know <laughs> yeah i got you you gotta be a bit skeptical yeah if they caught that fucking dipshit doing that hell <laughs> on the forehead what the fuck is wrong with you bro you got got and how could you not bro? right you know but, like that's that's yeah. where i'm at like Old tar head i'm really skeptical uh but on the off chance that they actually called that dude and the actor just being a gross fucking old man then that's awesome you know media did you ever like when is this has it sunk in for you yet that we're fucking media monsters now are we though <laughs> like this this podcast uh the way that it works in my brain is that we are too very logical thought processing tattoo artists right and all we're really doing is over explaining our animosity <laughs> i don't think we're uh yeah we're not really trying to convince anybody of anything <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my god. <clears throat> That's how you become popular. Yeah. <laughs> You're upset and it's topical enough for everyone to enjoy. There you go. The sky's the limit. 
you want to pick on somebody who didn't get a choice like their genetics didn't work out in their favor <laughs> go to hell you fucking bum <laughs> yeah. i was talking with somebody about that the other day how's our our humor evolved right because like when like when we grew up you're younger you'd make fun of somebody who had a disability and you laugh at them because i'm so lucky not to be like you it'd be okay nowadays you can't do that because you they'll fucking shoot you which is rightfully so like you know <laughs> just so now you got to do really something cut and dry here. i've never laughed at anybody for having a disability <laughs> <laughs> I, I know for a fact if it would got back yeah. to my parents that like, i made fun of a kid that was disabled or something my dad would have beat my yeah. ass oh my gosh dude yeah i'm thinking back to like before i was born my parents watched like that fucking what's that show and like the husband would beat the wife you know <laughs> it's just like what that was okay <laughs> wait what and they're like oh this show's hilarious. Oh, right in the kisser <laughs> what <laughs> yeah dude like holy shit you know as you move up and you get to more modern times, it's like people are like, oh, they're woke. No, it's just we're not fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder why modern fucking comedians can't get their fucking feet underneath them. Just don't be a piece of shit. That's the other fucking... You came up with that one, too. That one was great, buddy. There's the other shirt. Don't be a piece of shit. <laughs> just get a fucking dragon. Trust me, I'm a professional... <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Don't be a piece of These shit. These are rules to live by. Oh, dude, it is. That's fucking great. It is. We could just release like a fucking 100 page book. You know, it's like you get a little Zen garden with it with a rake and shit. And it's just, you know, <laughs> mantras about shit. So, Brian, I got a question for you. Do you care what brands of needles you use? Only specifically through loyalty. Why is that? <laughs> so, like, uh, your needles, believe it or not, are not coming from a magic wizard that lives on top of a mountain, right? No matter what scenario you have pictured in your fucking head, there's not a specific form of alchemy that's creating the absolute best needle in the world for tattooing. Yeah. Most of the time, What's they're all the same fucking needles that are in those cartridges. <laughs> um, some cartridges are going to be different, you know, and like needles on bars could be slightly different um, depending on just how they're yeah. like factory soldered or how the cartridge might have a little bit more or less play in the cartridge or something like that. And so, bladder, shit like but that. these things are so particular to personal preference that you cannot just like look up like this rad tattoo artist uses so-and-so's cartridges so those must be the best cartridges right like it's never gonna work <laughs> um just find some shit that uh, you like you know that you like the sound of or feel of or whatever the fuck and use it yeah. just use it as long as it's consistent it doesn't right. matter and even if it isn't consistent, if it's cheap enough, who gives a shit? <laughs> for real though. Um, but no, I've been using uh, needle jig needles for, I don't even fucking know, man. I just looked at uh, 
my shit because needle jig is amazing and they save all of my receipts and stuff like that on my profile on their website so i can look it up at any time i don't know i've probably been using them for like the last 12 years or something or longer <laughs> nice. so why the fuck yeah. would i change now <laughs> you know? yeah yeah as like we were talking about before like we'd use cam you know even though everything was always fucking wrong with cam hi cam i'd like to order some three red needles we don't make tattoo needles fuck off like i know you do just look in the back no 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 we don't do that sorry um yeah i don't know dude i've never i've never gotten it as well like the the idea about a brand making you better seemed so fucking ignorant the first time i heard it i just had to avoid it from there out you know what i mean <clears throat> be like if i bought a pair of jordans because michael jordan wore them i could play in the nba that's not gonna fucking happen but you, you know? know the the obscure thought processing there right like product cannot make you better right a product is not going to change your hand-eye coordination your a product is not going to make you draw better right whatever brand of needles you use won't make you draw better right if your tattooing sucks no. it probably sucked on paper long before it got to skin <laughs> technique is all that matters i can have a shitty machine <clears throat> and i can run the shit needles and i can use shit ink do you remember can made ink back in the day <clears throat> i forget what the fucking brand was it was bullshit i used that for years man i got my tattoos looking good with it why you know how to tattoo <laughs> i mean for real though that's what it came down people to. people use fucking drawing ink while they were tattooing and it could still look good oh yeah it's not the best quality fucking ink to use. Everyone swore. Like when I started tattooing, it was like, you don't know how to do black and gray unless you use Pelican Italians. And that was like it. I was like, oh, I want to get Kurosumi ink. They're like, that's bullshit. And everyone started using that. Right. Because you get a, a liner and a wash together for like 20 bucks. They came taped together. That shit was awesome. Red, red tip, blue tip. Right. That stuff was awesome. And no one used that. They're like, Kurosumi sucks. I forget what the next one was that came out. I think it was like, I think that's when the big explosion happened. It was just I don't everything. really understand. Because uh, like, even now, if I think back to it, I don't know why I stopped using Kurosumi. I don't know I why think either. That, like, whatever no it was that idea. I used next was just easier to get. I think so too. Honestly. Because I don't know which brand as as I went to Sumi after I used Kurosumi. Yeah. I'm trying to think who I use next as well. I use dynamic black now, but it's just because they don't have a lot of bullshit on the label, right? I don't know what's actually in it. We'll talk about that cheap. later. <laughs> yeah, about the additives in the United States, there's zero regulation on anything that's going on with anything here, especially where they source the raw pigments from. It can be problematic. Ah, we don't have to get into that too much. Um, Actually, yeah, I don't know why. I love Sumi. I love their fucking wash. I love their liner stuff. Like, it was just always consistent and good. But I think when I made the switch from steel tubes doing any of my own processing to disposable or being full disposable, I changed my black for some other reason. I don't know why. Right. Yeah, no, everything changed the moment I started using my disposable tubes. I don't know yeah. why that is, but I think that just whoever I was ordering disposable tubes from had a different type of ink. So that's just what I ordered. 
Yeah, I remember like for the longest time, everyone would always say like, you know, you're going to use star bright white was considered the best white and you know, blah, 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 blah. So I always use star bright, bright white and I stopped using it someday. But I don't like, don't personally like that brand personally, but um, i trying to think who else, right? Like Millenniums was out at the same time. I use like Millennium colors. They were all right. National was out. I never really liked one other brand. <laughs> That's talking shit. I never used Intense. You know, I don't know. They got like classic color came out and I got their full rack and paid way too much for it. And then they shut down. And then who else? I used Dermaglow for oh, uh, Silverback, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They were like one of the first washes to come out, I think, like commercially. I think it's Silverback, right? Is that the name of the thing? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They yeah. came out with like weird ass colored black and gray sets. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember because who was was Ala Prima did the same thing as well. They had the mold and then the like scar. It was like green tint, blue tint, red tint. Right. But silver. Yeah, I used Ala Prima yeah. for a while. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I actually, okay, I know a whole lot of tattoo artists hated Ala Prima ink, but I actually really dug Ala Prima ink. Um, no. And then. Our prima switched over and made predispersed pigments and called it um, arcane ink, etc. Like, yeah, arcane. And that was great. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then afterwards, I switched out and went to solid ink. But before our prima and all that shit, I, I went through like I don't fucking know, dude, like fifteen different brands of tattooing. Yeah. There was that fucking area right between like 2007 and 2011, where it's like every fucking company, like the, there was a 5,000 companies that hit the stage at right. the same time. I'm the best on this. And, that. and it was like small batch, large batch, fucking Waverly came out at that time. <clears throat> right. And like Waverly, like everyone's like, Waverly's bullshit, except for their black and their red. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the two that you'll get from them. All their other colors are shit. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't, I tried all their colors and they, felt like fucking ink and maybe this is where like we're different with stuff because i don't know how many fucking brands i bought fell loyal with and then they disappeared and then do the same thing lather rinse repeat do dozens of times easily dozens of times that eventually it was just like this is all the same shit i don't care anymore <laughs> this is just fucking ink guys oh don't worry this artist says that it's the best in the world and you can be like them too if you only buy the full rack fuck off <laughs> fuck what was one I used before? Van Fantasia. That was down in Texas. I used Phil's stuff, right? Texas Permapro, unique. That stuff was awesome. That stuff was really good. But now there's there's so many people making ink now. It's just fucking like it's all basically the exact same shit now. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no magic formula to it, pretty much. Um, no. Where's the raw pigment come from, right? Where's its source? There's not too many companies making raw pigment out there. Yeah, I just switched up and started using uh, Electrum's new ink. I'm a yeah. pretty big fan of it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've heard that their stuff is pretty good. It's just it's not predispersed either. It's powder pigment. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Powder's louder. I always love powder. That's all the stuff I use now, <laughs> anyways. I still use some Dermaglow, which I think is like all right. Most of their stuff, right? Um, I use National powder-based stuff their homogenized colors are kind of cool 
And then just like whatever. Like I don't give a fuck. Like brands don't make any sense to me. Needles. I got fucking seven dollar a pack, fifty pack of fucking needles from Amazon. <clears throat> and I've got some of those fancy black claws. <laughs> I've got just like I don't fucking know. And you look at my drawer, it's just it doesn't fucking make any sense. I think that the black claw ones I got were a promo box. <laughs> I just fucking don't even use them. I've got these needles I get, they're just like fucking seven bucks a box. They work great. Seven bucks. All right. <laughs> I loop every one of them a fucking course, right? The QC is not there. One time I ordered up like, I don't know, 10 boxes of three liners and I got all nine mags, nice. but they're labeled three liners. I was like, what the fuck, guys? Are you trying to get back in touch with them? There's no one there, right? <laughs> Just try again. Brands don't matter. Skill matters. You should be able to do a tattoo if you know how to tattoo with anything and just make it look good. I don't need a machine to make a tattoo look good. Well, I mean, like, the thought process behind it, you know, like, if you watch these dudes doing Tabori, right, like, then you should absolutely get that your brands don't make a fucking difference. They don't matter. No. 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 Not at all. What does your machine do? takes what we used to do with our hands and it does it for us right <laughs> right we have a blender something that blends something we don't have to do the blending anymore because we have a fucking blender you know <laughs> it's always like it's the, not... the number one thing though no matter what no matter what um seminar or bullshit thing etc somebody could have just explained the coolest shit on the planet and then you're always going to have one ignorant asshole go yeah but what needles do you <laughs> it's just Whoa. stop it just stop yeah it. <laughs> you can always see because they're in that fucking corner about two-thirds of the way back on the one side that's really dark and there's like a bunch of them all sitting in a row and they're all wearing black and they're all fucking depressed because they don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're all holding sketch pads and fucking taking notes it's fucking great and the very first okay i'm taking questions we just went over large-scale design mapping of the human body how what pigments do you use what <laughs> and the people who know shit i fucking love it steve moore did one and he was like i use a bunch of different types <laughs> they're like what brand of needles he's like i don't know <laughs> like what type of tube do you use he's like i don't know <laughs> and then, after like five of those questions he's like listen guys this is stupid like i don't want to answer your questions if you want to you can just come find me in the uh, the convention and i'll talk to you then because this is this isn't going anywhere so bye and he just fucking out just the door use <laughs> the shit that works for you and stop worrying about yeah. the shit that everyone else uses because everybody else is just using the shit that works for them 